Welcome to the Rook Show. Welcome to the Rook Show this Sunday, May 26th. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. We have a few special guests that we will be bringing in to talk with you guys. We will be introducing a new host, Brandy Jackson. She is in the process of preparing herself for the show. We have a on the line that I will speak with so that we can give Brandy an opportunity to get into the show. Caller, your mic is live, 843. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Anthony. This is Hafi. <laughs> I'm proud to see you guys there uh, kicking up and early. I saw you on Facebook. Man, I think there's over 2,000 people invited to the show and probably, you know, few hundred. I'm about to kick on this kick the Hang With app and rebroadcast the show now that we're live. Should have another thousand followers on the Hang With app. Some of Chief Keith people, people on the south side of Chicago. Now we've got people in London and Ireland listening to people that actually are with the Hang With company. So should be a decent turnout for the for you know for a show. Thank you, Hafi. We greatly appreciate your efforts to be supportive. Um if you could turn down your listening device over there it's creating an echo I can hear it through the phone. I would greatly appreciate that. Yeah, we're just waiting on Brandy. Um, she was in the middle of getting some stuff done. And I want to introduce to you uh, one of the engineers who's going to be working with us. I'm not sure if he was prepared to talk, but I'm going to bring him in just so that we can feel some of the time. Gene, um, your mic is live. I would appreciate it if you would introduce yourself to the listening audience just so that we can familiarize the staff with everyone. Gene, your mic is live. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. All right, all right. I just wanted to let them hear your voice. I know you're not very much of a talker, so I won't put put you under the spotlight. I just wanted to introduce you and kind of give a background of who you are and, and where you come from and things like that. Do you mind talking with us for a second? Um, sure. I, uh, I, I know you mind. I know you mind, and I know you wasn't expecting to be put on air, but I'm just waiting for Brandy <laughs> to finish doing what she's doing. Um, can, you, can you give us a little bit of insight on, on your education, um, Columbia University in Chicago. That's a very prestigious school for things like um, music and different stuff. What kind of uh, experiences did you get from Columbia, uh, Gene? Oh, well, basically um, pretty much everything from technical uh, standpoint uh, in terms of, you know, how sounds work, uh, pretty much a bottom-up assessment of uh, the sound engineering you know, field all the way up to, you know, actually recording, you know, you know, actual studio uh, artists, you know, having them in the studio, you know, getting, you know, real world experience through that, you know, behind the board and actually interacting with people, uh, interacting with, you know, your colleagues that you're rec- going to record with, you know, mix downs and, you know, and such. But yeah, you know, pretty pretty much your general education outside of that. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. So you will be shadowing me. You are logged in to the engineering board right now and I appreciate you greatly. 
I am going to mute out your mic and um, be speaking with you throughout the, the process of the show so that we can kind of get an understanding of how to function together as a team. Um, I'm going to be bringing Brandy in right now so that she can introduce herself to everyone, the new host of the Rook Show, Brandy Jackson. Ah! Your mic is live, Brandy. Your mic is live. Your mic is, is live. It is official. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Yes, Memorial Day is something to celebrate, <laughs> something to remember. So I think we'll look back and say, wow, you know, memories created. But, um, Anthony, I know you, you, you normally ask me a lot of questions about myself. Did you have anything in Um, Your phone just went out. Are you still there? So we are having a little technical difficulty with Brandy's phone right now. Hopefully she'll come right back in. Um, of course, I do have some questions for her. In my opinion, she is uh, very dynamic. I can hear you. I can hear you. Glad you came back. I, of course, I okay, have questions good. for you. you. You know that. You know I have questions for you. Um, <laughs> first of all, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a lot going on. It's a good day. Like I said, Memorial Day, something to always remember. So today will be memorable for a lot of people as well as myself. And you, making moves on the Rook Show. That's what it's about. <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, I'm um i very excited to have you as the host because I think very highly of you, and there's a lot of things that you are involved in that I would like for you to share um, with the listening audience. First of all, let's go back a little bit before we get to the current events. Um, let's go back to you and modeling. How did you get into the modeling industry? What age did you start, and what made you want to become a model? Well, modeling started off really young. I think my mother wanted to introduce me to the world when I was in uh, maybe kindergarten. And I just remember the lady coming to the house, and I, I had listened to what their conversation was about, and they said something about a mark on my forehead. And the lady said, well, I don't know. She has a nice look, but that mark, it's going to be there for a while. And I never forgot it. You know, some things you hear in life, it just kind of sticks with you. And so I thought, mm -hmm. okay, well, Maybe I have the look and the personality as a child, but maybe that's going to be a problem. Turns out, as I grew up, my skin started to stretch, so the scar began to hide, and it, it really is gone by now. So that mm. you know that wasn't an issue. But it started off young. I always wanted to be uh, behind the camera, just to be creative, different facial expressions. Uh, something it's something that comes from within that you have to let out. So that started off young, and I, I went into Fashion Connection years later in maybe about 99, as well as the Sears Modeling Club. And the Sears Modeling Club was the actual store, Sears, which they're closing a lot of those businesses now. And they started me off with the mannequin modeling, which I specialize in that, runway. And between that and Fashion Connection with Miss Ayeda Gibson, I began to teach both. So that was, you know, that's how I strengthened my talent with that modeling. And after that, I would say my first music video was Twista featuring R. Kelly, So Sexy. That, that was, was the my first, first video you did? Major, first major music video. 
Wow. And that I was, was the a, first video. Yes. Right. And that was where I met everyone. Swiss B, I, when I almost when I didn't really know everybody in the industry, I just kind of heard of them. Swiss Beats was mm-hmm. on the set. Same uh, Dash, Same Dash. Um, of course, our Kelly Selena Johnson. A lot of people were there, and I was I was talking to them just like normal people. And just afterwards, I realized, oh, I didn't realize I was in in the presence of that industry. Hmm. And it was a lot of directions I could have I could have went then, but I didn't because I wasn't sure hmm. about the industry at the time. But I think uh, just like chessboard, when you plan to make your move, sometimes it's not that time to make the move, but it will come back around. So what what kind of direction what kind of direction what kind of directions could you have gone in that you didn't go in? What what were some of the options that were available to you at that time? At that time, um, okay, it was the core DJs, I think it was. I mm-hmm. believe it was the core, or the 360. I got to really think back on the exact name. Um, I know Sean was one of them, Sean T. And they wanted me to start hosting events, hosting and not getting my package together. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, I, I, I don't know. And it's so weird because now that I look back, I could have began right there because I ended up being a speaker and a host there on anyway with General Motors. So mm-hmm. it's funny how you see that you still have you have those moves that you can make, and you know if you don't choose it, then eventually you're gonna you know fall right back into it. The choice, mm-hmm. especially if it's especially if it's meant. Mm-hmm. That's true. What's meant to I be could, shall be. I could. Yes. So that was one of the directions. And of course, a little bit more modeling, but I didn't want to go into any type of uh, Vixen modeling. So, but that was a little bit more prevalent at that time. That was it was a start of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what is a Vixen? Um, a lot of people may not understand what that term means. What What is a, a Vixen? I would say from my understanding, a video vixen is someone, she's almost like a bunny, uh, not quite the playboy bunny, but close enough, um, mm-hmm. but really, really hot. I mean, from the hair to the skin to the the the, the size, the shape, the curves, everything. But a video vixen can be any any size. It's just that she has the sex appeal. And she knows okay. how to show it on on camera okay. extremely well. Okay. Yeah. And why didn't and you want to be? Why didn't Why didn't you want to be um, a vixen at the time? Most, the, you know, it's more so the category. A lot of the girls that were vixens, they ended up doing the shoots double XL and um, what was at the time was it Smooth Magazine? Smooth Magazine mm-hmm. at the time, really risque shots. Mm-hmm. Really risky. I, I really didn't particularly care for that. Now, as I look at it, I do embrace artistic work. So the body is beautiful, but more so to me on a tasteful side. On the tasteful side, some mm-hmm. of that stuff just wasn't tasteful at the time. You know, it's mm-hmm. it was more about mm-hmm. the body 
instead of the personality, like, boom, there's that body part <laughs> in your face. Mm. Right, right. <laughs> that's how she got, and that's how she got famous. That was it. Mm. <laughs> well, I, 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 the video with Twister and R. Kelly that you were featured in is one of my favorite songs, not because um, you are in the video, but I'm, I'm, of course that makes a big difference. Um, but it, I thought that was a very classy um, cameo that you gave in, in the video. Did you have any say-so in what part you played, or is that just how they casted the video? Oh, Anthony, that is so interesting that you said that because Fabulous actually featured me on his show. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, Fabulous actually featured me on his show uh, years ago, and he stopped the camera on me on on the screen and said, that's the girl that I like. I like a classy woman. <laughs> and I just, like, almost died, almost died at home. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't know the video was going to be that big at the time. But mm-hmm. when they picked me, I could dance, you know, like I, I had a nice. Oh, we lost Brandy. We lost Brandy. Um, her her line disconnected. So give her a chance to call back in. Sometimes with the cell phones, that's how it works. She is um, out and about. Oh, here, we got her back. We got her back. With your email address and phone oh, number no, at the phone, so your <laughs> that's her email. So give us a give us a chance to um to get Brandy back on the line. Um, she's having some technical difficulties with her phone. I am going to hold it down in the midst of her um, technical difficulties. I want to bring Hafiz back in for a second. So be ready for your mic to be live, Hafiz. Um, I want to get his opinion on some things. I know that he um, thinks very highly of Brandy, and I want to hear what he has to say. Hafiz, your mic is live. What do you think about Brandy being the host of the Root Show, Hafiz? You know, sometimes things happen, man. Uh, we, we were in, a, we were in a, a thing, the first show. I was pretty excited about the host, the, uh, the initial host, Carolyn Marsh, man. I mean, she's a solid, professional individual. But... What I was really hoping for deep down inside was someone that would be able to bring that warmth and joy and really connect just, you know, more down to earth. You know, I don't want to experience that tension when I'm on the radio. I know that. If I wanted to get to the heart of a matter, I want a guy like Larry King, you know what I mean, like ask me that question, you know what I mean, go in there and be like, hey, 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 what's the real truth about this? Did you do this or no? Like right there on the show and wait for that immediate response. Like I want, like, I want someone with some guts, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty happy. I think that... I think that if you make a habit of interviewing some people like you've been talking about and Brandy Jackson's asking the questions, those archived shows are going to be something special, man. And that's where a lot of the followership comes in on Block Talk Radio. We're right now, we're broadcasting on the Hang With app, and I don't know if it's the sound of her voice, but we've been steadily getting, you know, followers. We're up to 1,127 followers on Hang With. A lot of these people are obviously just responding to the sound of her voice. So I'm I'm responding off of the actual numbers and the results and I'm looking at what sells. This is working. You got you got additional viewers off these different networks. It's working, Anthony, so that's how I feel. I feel like it's working. <laughs> that's what's up, Hafiz. We got Brandy back on the line again and you were saying something about 
um, a guy named Fabulous. Who, who is Fabulous? You're not talking about the hip-hop artist Fabulous, are you? Actually, I am. That's what makes okay, it so okay. interesting. <laughs> okay. So the hip-hop artist, rapper, Fabulous, um, he had mentioned on the show that he was hosting at the time. I, and I, I can't remember if it was like a TRL. I'm not sure what it was at that time, but the the celebrities came on periodically to pick their favorite videos and host the show. And he mm-hmm. stopped it right there on me coming down the stairs with the business suit on. And I said, oh, my God. I said, wow. But it, it, mm. but it, may, it, it gave me hope that it wasn't all about a vixen or, you know, um, an exotic mm-hmm. dancer per se. And of course, there's two sides to it. But there's mm-hmm. hope. <laughs> and you can kind of tell by is. the nature of his lifestyle of what type of woman he got involved with is similar. She is classy. So, you know, just to make a long story short, I didn't have a say in what role they picked me as. When they saw me, they put me where I sit. So they gave me the business suit with the rest of the ladies, but they gave me that particular business suit. And later on on the boat, they changed me into uh, the orange dress, so it's two sides to me. And then I get a chance to dance, so it's like, ooh, you know, businesswoman by day, you know, I, but I still know how to party. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. So what made you what, what made you want to start your own modeling agency, um, which is Top of the Line Models? You have a website, topofthelinemodels.com, right? Uh, dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Topofthelinemodels.net. I wanted to start after that because um, I did partner up with Chicago Larry. For those of you from Chicago and those of you who watch VH1, Chicago Larry is a character in itself. He made it onto mm-hmm. the TV screen from just being on the telephone with caviar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> that's another story, too. That's another show. <laughs> okay. But um, Chicago Larry, um, we kind of partnered up at the time. We both had a lot of models. He had a lot of models. And I decided to create the agency. But I didn't want to go towards the video vixen route, per se, even though it kept approaching. Mm-hmm. We had to handle it in a different way. So I was there to give structure to uh, his dream and my dream and, and also models that were around. They didn't know which way to go. They were doing things where they weren't getting paid or, um, or just unsafe environments. So we just wanted to step in and create something for them instead of just mm-hmm. photos. Uh, mm-hmm. But we both ended up going into opposite directions, which is fine and okay because, like I said earlier, when you make your move, you just have to know. You're, some people are not going to be in your life entirely for that same purpose. You have to know when it's time for growth. Mm-hmm. And he, he grew he grew in his his pattern, I grew in my pattern, which is totally fine. So mm-hmm. um that's why I started it. I started to be a little bit more of a positive agency for the women. Mm-hmm. And men. Mhm. So how how have you been able to impact um, the industry with your modeling agency um, thus far? How long have you been in operation, and what are some of the things that you guys have going on right now that people may be interested in? 
Now, my agency has been up and running, believe it or not. I can't even believe I'm saying this since 2006. Uh, Definitely a slow process, slow process because I was doing other things at the same time. I I was touring with General Motors. So, um, you know, we did a lot of things with Chrysler, Bud Billiken Parade, um, uh, let's see, Adriana Furs, Vital Hair Products. I've, uh, I have one model that is the face of Vital, olive oil. And uh, there's another one that I represent. And we also got a chance to represent a girl group called Adore, A-D-O-R. <laughs> I know they'll okay. crack up when they hear that. But um, hmm. that's a three-girl pop group. It was actually much needed in the industry. We we don't have a three-girl pop group other than um, the OMG girls, but they were even more creative than the OMG girls. Hmm. But they're no longer in existence, and they're pursuing, you know, their own dreams and goals right now. So I also got a chance to represent Sean John model, uh, Antonio Cannon, in his beginning stages as a supermodel. It was a supermodel contest. That he won. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of other things, but I would say uh, that stands out to me. Definitely okay. stands out to me. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, we did an event for her with Ford. So a lot of little different things there. Okay. That's very interesting. And you um are involved with the company. Um, His and Hers, Inc. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Oh, sound looks like we lost Brandy again. She must be driving through Chicago in that uh, horrible reception area. She will be calling back soon. I don't want to keep putting Hafiz on the spot. But, boy, oh, boy, it's good to have somebody like you in crunch. Hafiz, what do you think about the interview so far? How is everything going, um, in your opinion? I honestly want to – first of all, how's my audio level? Are you getting any feedback now? No, that's fine, perfectly fine. Okay, this I got to tell you guys something because I was talking to my friend, Daniel, he's here, about something that happened, and, you know, it's something that's very important, very relevant regarding Brandy Jackson, all right? I'm from Canada. When the when the so sexy video dropped, all right, I happened to be on the road. I saw it drop on Rap City on Much Music. I was walking by. It already started. There was a scene in the bus, and there was a girl in a gray business suit reading the newspaper. And I was like, "Who is this woman? I'm going to meet her one day." And little little <laughs> do you know, that was Brandy Jackson the whole time. Now listen to this. I met her later in life. I met her. Um, I was I, I came to Chicago from Florida. And I was staying downtown, and uh, the, one of the lead models on the video shoot that I showed up for with Too Short and Jazzy Faye for Choose, a song named Gone, they they, they were up there. I, I met a girl named Bianca. She was working for Brandy a couple months later. I was still with Bianca. Brandy actually came down when we were downtown. She drove us around downtown one day in her white Toyota. You know, and then we, we later on, I didn't know it was her the whole time. Okay? She, was, she was Bianca's friend, her boss. Later on, she opened up her top-of-the-line model's office. I was there the day the thing opened. I came closer to the end. She made me sit down and take pictures. I'm like, who are you? Still didn't realize. A year after that, we're at the studio, the place where you now reside. Same place. It's funny how all these things happen. And um, she 
she sent her dad to the studio and told me to play Earth, Wind, and Fire. This is Brandy's recommendation. All right? And her dad has a studio. She made a track called Turn, Turn the Heat Up. She was on that track. It's a hot track. We were playing it in the studio. It's for Plan B. Dad had a whole bunch of the CDs, still wanted to um, put them in the distribution, come into the studio to talk about it. She's like, play some Earth, Wind, and Fire. He's wrapping it up, and he shows me this video on the way out the door. The So Sexy video. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get at it. And I had to literally, all the boys started freaking out because then they realized it was her. And they started giggling and doing all kinds of funny things and putting their mouth in front of their hands. And, you know, this is real life, Brandy. I'm glad you're on the phone. Okay, you're back. Your dad was there, and he was, he was enjoying this. This is the last thing that he did, Brandon Jackson. Uh, later on, I watched the video, got back to the part where you're walking down the stairs. Then I saw the scene in the bus, and it's you, isn't it? That's you. That's me. And let me tell you, that bus had no air conditioning, and it was 80 degrees that day, and we had to act like it was air conditioned and everything. We were like, oh, my God, our hair, our hair. Oh, my gosh. And we were up the stairs. We walked up and down those stairs over there near Wacker. I have to say it had to have been minimum of 80 times at Hmm. minimum. And those stairs are hmm. steep. So it's not all glitz and glamours when it comes to the modeling industry, huh? Nope. As with any job, I mean, you have to work. Mentally, you have to be there. It's more than mm-hmm. just looking pretty, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What Network about ability, um, you know. his and hers, Inc.? We were getting into that um, before you um were disconnected. I want to go into that before we go into a commercial break and um, find out exactly what is his and hers, Inc., and, and who are the people that are involved in different things like that. You want to take a commercial before or after you go into that? Let's go into a commercial. Okay. And we'll go into a commercial break. Yeah, we'll go into a commercial break and then come back with uh, Brandy telling us about some of the current events that she are um, participating in. Give us a second. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback. Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Accessories. Moon 107. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best. 
Okay, we're back from our commercial break. Um, Brandy, are you there? I am here. Okay. Yep, okay. I we am were here. talking we were talking about the uh, his and hers ink. Can you can you give us some information on his and hers ink? I'm going to try to post a video onto the Facebook page right now to kind of give people some visuals of what it is that his and hers ink represents while you speak about that. Go go ahead and uh, share with us the information about his and hers. Okay. You know, his and hers ink is a songwriting and production company, uh, really creating music for the next era, bringing out new trends. So nothing that has already, you know, been done, but more so a recreation and taking it back to Motown and, and that type of era because then they were a team. I mean, they wrote songs as a team. So when you bring a unit together, nine times out of ten, you can make a hit if everyone in that room says, you know what, this is it, this is it. Everybody's on that same song. That's an honest opinion. So just bring it back to the group work. Uh, we do the jingles, commercials celebrities, unsigned artists as well, rappers, singers. Uh, We have a nice specialty in the R&B sect, but we have pop branching over to a mix of hip-hop pop that we have as well. And I myself, I'm the VP, I'm the vice president. Rashawn Lowes is the founder. T-Shy, Alex Tillman (laughs) is the president. So... Um, So, you know, and from time to time, they'll probably get a chance to um, call in and even have a a picture on them as well because they're a show on its own. They're really a show on its own because they, yeah. Tisha has already asked to be on the show. Um, (laughs) We just, today would have been a great opportunity to bring him in. Um, but we just didn't have the proper preparation. But they will be on soon. I guarantee it. I guarantee they'll be on soon. Um, I'm, I'm, I was very interested in his and hers ink when I found out that you guys were um, forming a company together. Um, for some reason or another, you you know how I feel about Rashawn and how much I believe in him as a hip as a pop artist, R and B pop artist, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I, I I think that you guys are definitely um, going to make some noise in the industry um, very soon. Um, I'm posting right now the link to His and Hers, Inc. on the Rook page. Um, man, I, I, I really... His and Hers, Inc. I, I, yeah, I, I think that you're being a little bit too humble about His and Hers, Inc., because I, I really think that that's something that's going to make a big difference Um in the music industry here coming up within the next few years. Um, there is something that mm-hmm. you guys embarked upon through the uh, formation of His and Hers, Inc., which is called the Writer's Rumble. Um, can you share some of the information about that before we bring in um, today's guest representing yeah. the Writer's okay. Rumble? Right, Miss Miss. Miss Red, yes. Miss Chanel Red, the beautiful <laughs> Chanel Red. Yes, well, I would tell you um, 
it was new to me. Uh, luckily, I am a part of His and Hers, Inc., because it was an idea. I, I believe Chanel Red wanted to start off with a documentary of what goes on behind the scenes to create a hit song or to create a smash. What happens with the writers? What happens with the singers and producers? How do we do this? Because that's the question. We always hear the music over the radio. How is it done? Is it ch- is it challenging? Because I know you asked me earlier about the music video. Is it? It's not all glitz and glamour. It's not all fun and giggles all the time. You know, ideas get taken. I- ideas get used and picked up. You know, people become millionaires. So it's a lot of business behind it. It's not just making something sound good. But with the Writer's Rumble, uh, that's why it was created to showcase those challenges, what goes on behind the scenes. So, And I think Chanel Red will definitely give it justice just to explain, you know, why she came up with the show, how it flourished from uh, that point into the, you know, a true vision. So that's the Writer's Rumble. I'm a part of the Writer's Rumble. And here we have Chanel Red, the executive producer of the Writers Rumble from Patterson. Glad to have you, Chanel. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Good. Absolutely. It wouldn't be the same without you. We got to have that voice, that red light on you. <laughs> good. Well, happy holiday. I just wanted to, you know, kind of ask you what. What was it that made you think of the writers rumble? Because it's almost like they're getting into the ring. What experience did you have, and what went through your mind to create this show? Um, actually, you know, I had uh, went to my copyrights affiliate. First, the name was called Boot Camp, <laughs> and they kind of, they kind of, uh. uh told me to change the name because they were utilizing the name for what they were doing over there. So um, I mm-hmm. I need to be thanking Mr. James Leach for giving me the opportunity to change the name to something more incredible, um, which then I came up with the Writer's Rumble. Um, I thought of it in, in like a challenging kind of way, you know, since the Writer's Rumble is more of a reality show meets, meets TV challenges. Um, you know, I, I felt the rumble mm-hmm. part of it needed to make a big impact, you know, which all the writers that are chosen on the show, they get a chance to kind of team up and support teams and kind of, you know, uh, they battle against each other to see who comes up with the best song, the best uh, soundtrack, the best jingle, you know, because it's not about just um, writing for artists on the show. There's a lot of different challenges. So, yeah. Coming up with the name, uh, I have to give thanks to James Leach for doing that. Wow. Excellent, excellent. And so uh, right now we know that you're casting um, for the Writers Rumble as well in different states. But yes. for right now, as far as the cast that have already filmed, how did you how did you go about selecting and placing the teams? Because that's probably a thought process. Yeah, it was a a big thought process. It was actually writers that I've dealt with that were amazing and incredible to me, from his and hers, the copyrights, 
to um, uh, um, Young Steph, Avery, you know, um, all of these writers I've already experienced dealing with, and I thought they were incredible, and I thought the world needed to see their talent, you know, um, up-and-coming writers doing what they do because it's like now choosing writers, they, they tend to go with the same ones instead of giving up-and-coming writers an opportunity to come through the door. So I wanted to build another avenue, you know, of opening the door for up-and-coming writers and producers. So in doing that, you know, I got with Alex T. Shy, you know, and we just implemented an idea together to kind of enforce everything coming in as one. It's going to go from the writer's rumble to the producer's rumble, you know, and we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes from there. Oh, that's wonderful. The producer's rumble. That's mm-hmm. like uh, beat to beat, head to head. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> Up and coming producers oh, yeah. that do, you know, they need their opportunity too. Oh yeah, that is awesome. So with the writers' rumble, how can people uh, right now get in contact with you, or where can they submit their information to be considered as a producer or singer songwriter? Um, they can reach me. On uh, Gmail, the writers rumble at gmail dot com. That's T H E W R I T E R Z R U M B L E at gmail dot com, or hit me on Facebook, Chanel Red, or hit the writers rumble page that we have up on Facebook, and we'll we'll get back to them. Okay, great. And I just want everybody to know that Chanel, she is like a four times Grammy nominated writer. Yes, yes. (laughs) Hello? Okay. It looks like we lost Brandy. Um, Miss Red, how you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pick up the interview from here. She'll call right back in. This this has happened several different times and sometimes it happens with the cell phones, but if you could speak about the Grammy nominations that you have received, I thought that was very um, phenomenal, and I'm glad she mentioned that because I was impressed by that. What what songs did you write that were nominated for Grammys, and which artists were those songs um, used by? Um, Jaheem, um, The Chosen One, uh, Charlie Wilson, uh, last name Wilson, first name Charlie for My Guarantee, <laughs> Um, Destiny's Child, um, the last album, Destiny Fulfilled for Song 8 and 9, If and Free. Um, Trinity 5-7, Gospel, um, Angel and Chanel, you know, um, Luther Vandross, uh, Dance of My Father album. So, yeah, Hmm. it's been been an amazing uh, journey, you know. That is amazing. Go ahead, Brandy. Go ahead. Yeah, we probably were thinking the same thing, but I, <laughs> I kind of wanted to know <laughs> how, how does that work out to be? People uh, kind of want to know how do they go from being a beginner writer to getting into the studio with these uh, these A-listers? How did that journey begin? I, I'm, I'm sure there was a struggle at some point, but can you enlighten some of the newcomers on how your path went? to get to that point? 
Oh, let's see. Um, well, first we had jobs. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to uh, trying to keep the momentum going, you know, being able to pay to go where you need to go to do records. And then mm-hmm. one day we just decided to step out on faith, and we quit our jobs. And Ooh. we worked hard for three months. We actually came across a manager who was interested in us and believed in us. And for three months, we crunched and we did like 90 records in three months. And she had us at different producers' houses, and our name became such a, a, a big uh, entity. Um, to people in the industry, you know, uh, people started coming to our sessions, you know, and because it was two of us and we were, you know, two females, it made it a lot more mm-hmm. interesting. So really getting a manager or somebody who believes in you that has the connection to get your records placed is is mm-hmm. definitely a must. You know, even if it's somebody new that just has small connections that's able to build your name, because branding is important, so... That's what happened with Kimberly when she came in. She started branding Big Draws, and because the name what was what it was, <laughs> right. it kind of made people say, "Well, we want to know who that is," you know. Um, yeah. So that that was a part of it too. So the branding part kind of moved us into getting a publishing deal. We had no placement when we got the publishing deal, and it was a big publishing deal. You know, it was a blessing. But you know, again. Mm. These publishers want to see the work. You know, they want to come out. They want to see you working. They want to see you grinding. And, yes, you do have to spend your own money. You have to make your own way, jump in your car, and and, and just step out on faith and go to these sessions. And, and these people, you never know who's at your session, you know. And that's mm. what happened. We had some really notable people in our session that we didn't have a clue of because we were focused on getting the song done and doing what we do. And the word just got around, and then, you know, the the, the deal just happened. We had actually, we had a Universal and one of Chapel wanting to sign us at the same time, battling to sign us. And we actually became They both wanted big draws. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They both wanted big draws. And... (laughs) When we signed to Warner Chapel, we were the first girl duo to ever sign to Warner Chapel because they only had Missy Elliott at the time. Oh yeah, you were you breaking ground there, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it was a it was a it was an amazing, you know, it was an amazing journey, you know. But up and coming writers, they have to know it's a sacrifice. It's not going to happen overnight. And guess what? We wasn't writing for just three months and got a deal. We was writing for years before that. And that's why, you know, Ooh. again, the writer's rumble came into play because the misconception people think that you write for a couple of weeks, you get a placement. No, you know, you don't know how long the girl that wrote Diamonds for Rihanna, you don't know how long she was writing before she got that placement. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's a big thing that people need to know um, coming into to wanting to write. You know, she could have been writing for 10 years before she got that. So now what do you call that in the industry? You call that uh, building your catalog, basically, writing? Yes. How does yep. that Okay. You have to build. Okay. You know, build, have, have yourself everywhere necessary. So people just want to know, like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. And so you I'm had 90 around. songs. Yes, we did 90 songs in actually less than three months. Mm. 
We might have got three hours. Excuse me, three hours of sleep, and I had two kids. Right. So my my grind was very hard. Very like my mother would have my son, I would have my daughter. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it just it was it was something I wanted to do, so I sacrificed. What was like? Uh, what was like your most exciting moment, even if it was more recent, that you literally brought tears to your eyes? Related um, to music and the industry. I actually had two. <laughs> okay. Um, when I first went into a session with uh, Charlie Wilson, because mm. um, I was not only a fan, it was just he made it known that I was the first female to ever vocal produce him. So I was nervous and I was excited at the same time because when KG and Balewa Muhammad from The Clutch left me in a room, they was like, yeah, Chanel, here, do what you do. I was like, what? Oh. How long? Where y'all going? They was like, you got this, you got this. I was like, yeah, but we talking about Charlie Wilson right here. They was like, you're so right, girl. And I was like, oh, my God. So Bernard Bell, who's a very well-known producer and writer, was there with me, and I knew Bernard Bell from working with Riff. He said, mm-hmm. Chanel, you better get every damn take that this nigga does. <laughs> so, I mean, it was fun, but it was very wrecking at the same time. And then when I was done vocal producing him, which he was very easy to vocal produce, like I went in the bathroom and I just started crying. My nerves were so bad. Um, yeah. But I was blessed. It was a blessing. And and to this day, he always say, you know, he knows who I am. He acknowledges that whenever he sees me, you know. Um, and then the, the second one was Destiny Child. You know, when we walked in the door mm-hmm. after they heard our records, the first thing Beyonce did was walk up to me and shake my hand and like, oh, my God, this record is amazing. What were you guys thinking of when you wrote this record? You know, and for her to say that to us, you know, um, it was just like, wow, you know, and, and, and to ultimately find out that they were just so down to earth cutting records with them. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we mm. were going to step into some diva mode, but it wasn't. We had fun. We talked. We laughed. They shared stories. Um, they were, all, all three of them, Michelle, Kelly, and Beyonce were incredible with us. Me and Tanisha just, me, Tanisha, and Juanita we just we had fun with them and we created the second song from scratch. Oh, right there. Mm. Right there. Yeah. So it was an experience and and we was just crying. I mean, we was crying running around at eight in the morning when they called us and was like, Yo, Destiny Child wanna do the record for you and we waking up out of our sleep. They're like, Oh, yeah, I gotta go type the lyrics. So we run around writing the lyrics up, trying to find the kinkos, the facts over the lyrics and Exactly. You know, it was it was it was nerve wracking. It was it was nerve wracking, oh, but wow. it was our second real placement. Okay. After, after okay. getting our situation, it was our second placement, and we had a manager. His name was Randy, and he was amazing, and he had never managed writers before. He always managed producers, and mm-hmm. for him to pull that off with Rockwaller, it was just a blessing. Wow, that is beautiful. So when you grind hard and you really focus and and, and you study 
you know, uh, your music. Because actually, when we did the first song, that Destiny Child pick, it wasn't for them. It was for uh, Tweet. We did it for Tweet. So for them to choose it, it was like, okay, that's that's okay. different. <laughs> but because you never know, you can do, you know, and and actually we didn't we didn't set out to do it for her. We just did a record. Right. And then right. it was like, okay, we're going to give this to Tweet. And then they played it for Destiny Child, and they fell in love with it. Mm. So, okay. Well, we are, yeah, we are definitely, yeah, we are definitely impressed. Anthony, what, what do you think? This is, uh, this is really I, impressive. I already, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was impressed with the, with the Grammy. When you told me about her and the Grammy nominations, I, I knew, um, she was already special from checking out the episodes of the uh, Writers Rumble, but that really gave me an impression of what type of future you guys have embarked upon. And um, I just want Miss Red to know that I'm, I'm supportive. Whatever it is that I can do to assist you in the future endeavors of your projects, especially this Writers Rumble. Um, you know, Rashawn is my man. T-Shy, I can't say enough about him and his relentless efforts to try to make things happen. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Brandy is a blessing to have on any team. So I'm sure that the oh, other people that are on, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure that the other they people you guys they have on board. They are very mm-hmm. incredible. You know, I can't wait till we bring our audition in July to Chicago because they're going to turn it up. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. That's Chicago, July. What are you doing um, in Chicago? Speak on that a little bit. Well, we're doing the um, Writers Rumble auditions. Um, it's a five-city tour. We're going to do L.A. first, and then we're going to go to Chicago. And then from Chicago, we're going to go to St. Louis, and then from St. Louis to Atlanta, and then back to New York. Okay. We're going to be holding okay. auditions for, you know, the writers out there. If you think your pin game is hot, then you need to come to these auditions and let us see what you got. Hmm. That's okay. what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. What and other, audition, um, I'm sure. The audition process is amazing. It really what, is. What other, what other irons do you have in the fire? I'm sure you have a lot going on besides the writers' rumble and different projects like that. What's coming up next for you, Miss Red? Well, um, like I said, we're going to do the Producers Rumble after the Writers Rumble. And then I have a um, a talk show called The Chat. It's with five young men. It's something similar to The Talk, but it's with five young gentlemen. That's going to be coming out in 2014. And I'm working on a movie um, about child support, fathers and child support, and how Ooh. they can be shamed sometimes. You know, somebody got to speak about it. <laughs> you know, because there are some really good, some really good fathers out there that's paying their child support faithfully, and they don't get a fair shake. And I think you know, um, the world needs to know that you know there's there's a lot of uh, craziness going on, you know, with the whole child support thing. You know, the men may love me, the women are going to hate me. You know, um, the, the the government may hate me, but it's a story that needs to be told. So, yeah, I'm working on that with some very important people. And besides just, you know, helping people and doing 
Doing things to help people, you know, using the gift God gave you. Mm-hmm. And that is a gift. That is a gift. So as far as um, anything special going on in your life right now that you're creating or recreating um, spiritually, physically, to get yourself ready for this tour, what's what's anything? Um, well, you know, eating right. <laughs> okay. Um, getting my mind right, you know, um, staying in the Word and staying positive because, you know, when something amazing and incredible is going to go down and it's to uplift people, the devil is always busy. So um, busy, busy. definitely staying in prayer and um, just keeping my mind fresh and clean to come up with new ideas and build new relationships. You know, I love the relationships that I have now, you know, His and Hers, Inc. I think that was a blessing for me to come across them through Roshan, you know, because um, um, we, we have a a very good uh, bond. You know, uh, me and T-Shy click very well creatively, you Absolutely. know. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that in itself is a blessing that can go way beyond infinity, you know, Um but, you know, that, that's about it, you know, eating right and okay. just focusing on, you know, keeping family, you know, trying to sporadically share my time, you know, because <laughs> it's a lot of work. Okay. It's a lot of yeah. work for a yeah. one, you know, for a single it one. It is. <laughs> and, you, and you've managed. So if you if you had, like, a, a tip, if you could make a scenario for a studio session, what would be your ideal studio session with whether it's food, lights, um, who's in the room with you, drinks, sound, colors, what would it be? What would be like your ideal scenario for a studio session? And even if you can um, even say who could be in there with you. I definitely need a dope engineer. An engineer that knows music, that knows what I like. If not, I'm gonna have to engineer myself. I'm gonna have to tell him to get up, go into the other room, and let me do what I do, and then he can come back and finish mixing. Um, right. That is utmost important. The ambiance with some nice lights, some candles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like a lot of noise. I don't like the smoking. It don't have to be fifty people in a room with me. You know, me and maybe one or two other writers and a mm-hmm. singer I can utilize, you know, just to get the feel, you know, even the producer. But just allowing us to creatively do what we do and a nice ambiance is is cool. It's, it's like a thousand people I could name that I would love to be in the studio with. Right now my mind is really focused on trying to be in the studio with Mary J. Blige. That's all right, yeah. And I know she likes the same kind of ambiance, you know, the candles, the quiet, not too much going on, mm-hmm. and, you know, creatively mm-hmm. be able to go in and do what she does. And then um, our next guest is actually a chef, but in that studio, what would be your meal that if you could think about it, what would it be if you could make any order for that session? <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> Now, back in the day, it would have been some wings and fries, and, <laughs> you know what I mean, and maybe some celery sticks. 
But, but, but right, but since you're on the spiritual and the working out right now, but no, what would it what would it really be? Um, <laughs> honestly, a bottle of Verde, um, okay. some ice, um. Uh, some carrots with some French, so with some ranch dressing, uh, a salad, and maybe some grilled chicken. Mm. Yeah, very simple, you know, nothing heavy because it makes you go to sleep, you know, and depending on how long you're in the studio. And believe it, I, I can tell you this, if you're not careful, you're going to gain at least 20 pounds messing around being up in mm. that studio all night and in all day studio. and eating food because mm-hmm. I went through so depending on the time that you're in the studio, I keep it light. You know, celery sticks, carrot sticks, salad, chicken, um, grilled chicken. You know, now when it comes down to sweets, I got to do the hagen I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, I was getting to it. I was getting to ask, okay, what about the dessert? I need, I need the butter pecan. I need the butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and, and if I don't do that, I normally do fruit, fresh fruits like cantaloupe, pineapple, strawberries. I've been doing juicing. You know, a friend of mine, William Lockwood Cleave, he put me onto the juicing mm-hmm. with a bullet. So I've been doing that with, you know, like spinach, you know, um, just that's, that's an energy drink in itself, you know, which you really don't have to eat. That's a meal. You don't really have mm-hmm. to eat a meal. You just do one of those, have a bullet in there, have them to bring in some fruit, and when you're hungry, you throw that in the blender. And that's that's good for me with some flaxseed and keep it going. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. I, I like it. I like it. You love it, Anthony. Before I used to do the, I used to do the burgers and all that. <laughs> but now, now you need to be alert. It really, you know what? After you've been in the studio a lot and you've really learned learned the studio and how it works, you're excited the first couple of months. But mm-hmm. after that, you, you say, you know what, I can't go on doing this, you know, right. whatever they do, beers and liquor and, and and heavy food, pastas and all that. You start to mm-hmm. I'm trying to um, bring somebody in, a, a guest, a special surprise guest for you guys in a second. I'm trying to get them on the line. Hold on and see. Keep, keep well, talking while I work on this behind us. <laughs> we yeah. talking while I try to get them on the line. Hold on one second. And, I have, on second. and I have to ask you about mm-hmm. your twin and how you met your twin. <laughs> oh, my twin. You talking about Faith Evans? Faith Evans. Yeah, that that is my buddy. Um, I met her ooh, a couple of years ago through Malik Pendleton, um, who's oh, a right. a Grammy winner. Um, he did Seven Days with uh, Mary J. Blige. He's a very, very good friend of mine. He actually introduced me to mm-hmm. her, and me and her have been friends ever since, and her birthday is actually two days after mine. So she really mm. is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she really is my. I actually just, I actually just spoke to her this morning. All right. I spoke to her this morning because she's cutting. She actually cut one song of mine. She's gonna cut another one, um, in another week or so when she gets back from Japan. And uh, we Excellent. have a very, very good relationship. We really do. Okay, good. we we gonna break for a commercial. 
we're going to break for a commercial real quick, and then we're going to bring in a special guest, somebody that all of you are familiar with. Hold on one second Ooh. while we break for a commercial. Consultants and Services LLC is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Okay, Brandy, your mic is live. We are now back from commercial break with Chanel and a special guest from Chicago. Uh, Alex T. Shot Tillman is on the line. Keyshawn. All right. Keyshawn. How you doing? What's going on? Okay, well, welcome to the Rook. We all about making moves. You know, I, I like to say strategize. And I know you're about making moves on that writer's rumble because uh, that whistle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that was, hey. Chanel, Chanel told me that she gonna she gonna she gonna give me a platinum whistle. <laughs> but that whistle that whistle that whistle got people hate that whistle and uh in a boot camp situation it's like you know I I kind of I kind of use that as a discipline too you know you know they all can write together and they all can sing together but when I'm trying to give instructions and folks talking over me I got to blow that whistle to get control so. Mm-hmm. You know, that whistle is going to play a major part in everything that we're doing. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. I can hear you. Okay. So with the Writer's Rumble, what role do you play that's so well, amped up that we all talk about? Well, in, in the Writer's Rumble, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm the boot camp sergeant, and I, I like I said, I keep I keep everything going, run um run a physical uh, development situation because these artists, these writers and, and artists, they, you know, a lot of the writers are artists. So, you know, we kind of keep them in shape and just let them know, you know, these are things that you're going to have to do uh, to be up all night in the studios and all these different type of things. And it, it, it's going um, to also take a, a transition to different 
different parts of the boot camp. I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch it up. I'm, I'm not going to give away all the secrets right now, but I'm going to switch it up to different type of uh, situations. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm one of the producers and I'm one of the writers with my partner who I love to death, Miss Chanel Red. And, uh, you know, me and her collaborate, collaborate to uh, come up with more and more ideas to really help uh, open the forefront of understanding uh, what goes behind, you know, these, these songs are written for these A-listers that people are listening to and watching on videos every day. It's a lot it's a lot behind the scenes that nobody seems to know about or, um, you know, take in consideration. You know, a lot of relationships are tarnished. Uh, you know, it's a lot. So, you know, the Writers' Rumble is definitely, you know, a, a platform for educating individuals uh, about the music industry who didn't know. Uh, I just got off a conference call with some very important individuals over at Rock Nation and just listening to some of the things that they were telling me about the producers and artists and certain things that they don't know and they don't know about copyrights, they don't know about publishing. You know, with a Writer's Rumble, we, we want to open up a lot of those avenues. And, and there's a lot of producers that got records on the radio right now who don't even know how to copyright, you know. So, you know, uh, Chanel and myself, we 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 kind of, uh, think along the same grid of uh, a brand building, and so this is where this is the direction that we headed. So you know, want everybody to support the Writers Rumble and uh, definitely prepare yourself to come out in a, a location near you uh, for the audition. Is going to be great. Yes, it is. And T Shock, I had that whistle. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely blowing the whistle. I mean, right now, right now we're working to be in. Uh, uh, selected locations, which will prob- uh, probably be hotels or whatever the case may be, and I hope they don't get mad, but I'm going to blow my whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Start them off I will, early. I will definitely blow the whistle. So, like I said, you know, the the Writers Rumble is is I don't know Chanel how much how much secrets we're giving out, but it just, I, it's, it's I a, ain't give out too much. I ain't give out okay. too much. All right, it's like a, it's a ton. It's a ton of different formats that we're going in uh, of structuring the show, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna go into different areas, and and people's gonna really see a lot of different things. And like I say, the cast. I heard it. I heard it. I see every. I'm about to change it probably twice, three times every three days. Who's that? Uh, now, sure. and T- Chanel, Chanel, and, and Tisha. Excuse me. I want to bring somebody in real quick. I got Rashawn on the line. Um, to join the interview, how y'all guys doing? Uh, can y'all can y'all introduce Rashawn and, and kind of give some information about who he is and, and what he represents in the trinity of what you guys do? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you Rashawn Lyles. He's the CEO of His and Hers Inc. It was one of the prominent writing groups that's a part of uh, the whole con- uh, construction of putting together the Writers Rumble. Um, he he is very he's a very talented artist, you know what I'm saying. Um, he was signed to JPEG uh, Records with Usher and his mom, and um, Rashawn is, is also one of the um, team captains for uh, Mary Brown's team. And you know, he, he, like I say, he's very instrumental in, in a lot of different things that are, that are taking place in this whole uh, process of putting these things together. And like I say, he's a Chicago native, and you know, he, you know, his name is. Is, is, is recognized, you know what I'm saying? And he, he's when he come back as an artist, he's gonna he's gonna dominate the industry from my my point of view and a lot of others. 
And, you know, at this point, like I said, I, there's no more introduction. I just want to introduce my partner, <laughs> you know, and, uh, man, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Rashad, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, brother? Well, thank you, guys. What's All up, right. what's up? Hey. What's hey, hey, Roshan. What's up, team and family all on the phone? What's going on? Hey, it's oh, good to hear from you. I'll say it one more time. It's good to hear from you from Quiet Storm. And now oh, you're so, you're you a God. solo artist and you got the writer's rumble. You got so much going on. So good, partner. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for that great introduction. Um, I'm just a humble guy, man. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm driven. I have uh, so many great ideas. I got a great team from Chicago, but I'm global. You know, um, like you said, I'm an entertainer overall, songwriter, producer, uh, artist, father, business partner, the whole nine. So I'm grateful to be on the phone with you guys. And, uh, and you know, I started my own company, His and Hers, Inc., and, and I, and I uh, teamed up with uh, Chanel Red and, and T-Shot Management and, and all the writers and producers of the board. It's a great movement, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Right. Excellent. And, what you know, Sean, just going into what keeps you driven, because you have a high energy that the average person doesn't have. I mean, and that shows in your performance, in your motivation, your studio sessions, your demos, uh, your singing. What what really fuels that? How, how could you explain it? Well, for me, I was it's my struggle that I've been through already. Um, I've been in the music industry for a, a while now, and I've had a peak of the music industry, um, a little bit of success, but then I also came back to to, to ground zero. We had to start over. That that makes me that makes me go harder because I know that uh, God already in. in and get this talent and this and this driving me to 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 be great. So I go hard every day. Plus my family, um, and I just love music. So it's in my soul. I don't know nothing else, you know. Um, so that 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 drives me every day. Okay. Okay. And then I know Anthony, you were you were saying something about um, earlier the team that he's on and how that works. As far as Sean is concerned, on the Writers Rumble, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you know, you know how what? I feel about it. Oh, 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 y'all trying to pit um, Team Mary about it? Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I know y'all not. You know, Janelle, that, that's one thing about me, right? Team Red, Team Red. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one thing about me. Like, I can't. I can't pick a team, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm neutral. I, I, I'm I, just keeping everybody in order. I mean, if if they hot, they hot. If they not, they not. I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't pick none of y'all. They, but everybody does, you know, do what they're supposed to do. And that's the one thing about me. I'm just I'm just neutral, and I'm really just looking to see hear, hear and see productive individuals working together. That's T-Shot well, talking. That's T-Shot talking right there. But T Red do go hard though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 Hold on
Remember I told you Sean was mad because you ain't pick him? Start over. Wait, start over. This is Team Mary all day. You know what I'm saying? I am one of the captains on the show. I have a great team. I wouldn't say it for nothing in the world. Team, team, team Red is cool. You know, they are. Right. They got some good people on that team. You know what I'm saying? Dang what you said in that email last night. Oh, no, nah, that's what I said every day, all day. That's what it is. Hey, Sean, you my artist. Hey, Sean, you my artist, but I'm going to tell you, y'all got to bring it, man. Hey, you man, know? I ain't worried about that. We've been bringing it since day one. You nah, know, you got to worry about people. <laughs> you got to worry about people. People on team, hey, where they still are We ain't going to talk about the placements, you know, the consideration placements from what team. We ain't going to go there now. I mean, we ain't got to go. At the end of the day, we ain't got placements because of Chanel. Them other guys got no placements. Google them. Google them. Uh-huh. Nah. I'm going to say this. Chanel didn't write or she didn't produce. Or she didn't do nothing. I don't even think she was in the session all the time when they did them tracks. I sure wasn't because I trust my team Man. to get it. Oh. Let, me tell, let me tell you how those guys operate. Jamie, first of all, he uses all his old lyrics from back in the day. Because I remember half of the years when y'all played the songs for me, I put away. So he's already seen it. Chris Kelly and Devin, they practice way before they get there. Julie, she's cool. You know what I'm saying? She can, she can still work on her vocals a little bit. But guess what? Team Mary is solid. Period. That's it. You, your team sure is because Chris can't sing a lick. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all good. Everybody plays. can't sing everybody, a lick. Everybody, everybody plays their part. That's what it is. He might not be able to sing, but he's a great, he's a great lyricist. He's a great team player. Team Mary, she, Mary Brown herself, her track record is a beast. She got some beats on her team. I'm a great team leader, song artist, vocalist, all that. My boy Seth is phenomenal. Come on, yeah, man. You ain't telling your team. You ain't telling so you, your so team. You, you so, you in, so you down in Chanel's track record? <laughs> Absolutely. He ain't telling his team. He was emailing me trying to get yeah, on the team. Yeah, that fool just dissed you, Chanel. I am not worried about Chanel. He just dissed you, Mary. Absolutely. Everybody gets to see him on TV on the Writers' Rumble. We're going to see who have that team leader position. Hey, I've been holding it down this long. I've been holding it down this long. We got Todd Jackson on this phone. Don't be mad. Todd Jackson on the phone? Y'all look at me and got Todd on this phone. Yeah, Todd will be going in. Y'all got nothing. Y'all right, right. Sean, Sean just mad. We got hey, the hottest. Hey, Todd's going to tell you one thing. Google me. <laughs> hey, Team Todd's, they still beat, though. I ain't going to lie. My competition is Team Team. Red. They always got something to say. No, I yeah. think, I think, I think y'all, y'all are getting Team Red because of Chanel. That's what I think. Because y'all back. Because uh, y'all relationship with Chanel. Y'all going against Chanel. That's what I think. Yeah, they, oh, they, they, they got like, This is actually hey, round hey, round. Hey, she, she, she be hating. Somebody's going to tap out. We're actually going to uh, take a quick break real quick. But make sure you follow the Writer's Rumble at the Writer's Rumble with the Z. 
And then you have His and Hers, Inc., with two Zs, I-N-K. And hold on. We'll be right back. This is The Rook with Anthony King. and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback. Sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and a gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Okay, we will bring the Writers Rumble people back so that they can conclude their segment before we bring Chef KC in. Um, Brandy, your mic is live. Chanel, your mic is live. And T-Shy, your mic is live. Um, The Writers Rumble, any information you guys want to give before we conclude your segment? Yeah, you can check us out. I mean, I'm pretty much... yeah, I'm pretty much for my part. Like I said, just at, at, at this point, I mean, support our Twitter, um, you know, um, at Writers Rumble, you know, on Twitter, and go to a definite Facebook, you know, and uh, you also, you know, you probably can't get in Chanel's page. She she got too many people, but I'm definitely I'm T-Shot Tillman, and uh, you know, and definitely you know, link in with all of us and support. Uh, and like I said, and you know, and also the YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, Chanel, go ahead. You can always go to YouTube and reach us at the Writers Rumble introduction, and that's pull up all our YouTube clips for the Writers Rumble. You can see how it goes down at in the Rumble. Okay. okay. Any contact information or anything you want to give out? Um, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at the Writers Rumble at gmail dot com. Okay, thank you very much, Rashawn. Any information you want to share with the listening audience? Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, I thank you guys for listening and checking out the station. You can hear Inc. at gmail.com if you're interested as a rapper or producer or vocalist to be a part of the team. Um, you can also Facebook me, Rashawn Live, Twitter, I'm Rashawn Live, Instagram, Rashawn One, and just, or just Google us, and, and we all connected, so we all family, so... Check us out, man. One love. Okay, for sure. Brandy, you, you had someone to call in, um, trendsetter Shanice, Sharice. 
Sharice. Okay, she's on the line. If you. Yes. Hello. Hello. This is Trinsetta. Good to hear from you. Now, did you have uh, any particular questions about the show? Because I know you're in the show, and you're also yes. a barber, Barbarette, they call you. That's an interesting yes. name, Barbarette. Yes, I how, call myself a... Yes, they they call I call myself Barbarette because I'm a female barber stylist. And um, pretty much similar to the Writers Rumble, you, you know, you have a lot of battling going on um, against the females versus uh, the male gender and um, in cutting hair. So I am a Barbarette. So I separate myself from, um, you know, what the barber schools and what the world per se, say as a whole, and they say barber stylist. I'm still a barber stylist, but just a barberette. Okay. And so as far mm-hmm. as uh, TV is concerned, what would be like the newest trend possibly in hair cutting or style for uh, men? I think the newest trend for TV would be um, and, and original creation. Say again. And it could be something from you personally that you're creating or that you've noticed. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of men, they go to the shops, um, the barbershops, and they get haircuts, um, and they just come out and they look like they've gotten their hair cut off. But you don't have mm-hmm. a lot of men looking like, wow, when they come out of the barbershop. And that's what I do best. I make, I call them my men because I cut their hair. Um, I love them to look good. You want to create an image for each and every individual. You know, that's what makes a female barberette or barber stylist a stylist, period, because you want to style and create your client. You want them, when they step out of the barbershop, you want um, people to say, wow, who did that? Right. You know, how did they do that? And the difference, you know, for the world is, um, for TV, I believe, is creatively uh, creating new images and styles for men and women who have short haircuts. Just putting, you know, a creative, unique style and image on an individual. It can be, you know, drawing, you know, because I love to draw. Um, uh, I call it sketching with my clippers. Um, I also, I dye. I dye. I love to um, dye as well because it's part of my artistry gift. I can do portraits of people. I love to draw as well. So um, the format, the foundation of me cutting hair uh, originally came from my drawing ability. So most um, barber stylists and barberettes have a creative side, and that creative side, I believe, comes from um, their uniqueness and their ability to see what's really not there. And that's what you kind of do when you you are an artist. And okay, and that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense because they are artists uh, beyond songwriting, showing up on TV. So that that's important to brand. And that's mm-hmm. what Tisha said earlier. That's what Chanel said. Branding 
is absolutely important. That will get you a call back. That can get you a placement. Uh, people will call you that you wouldn't even expect will call you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, are, are you are you the are you the stylist that Tisha mentioned to me about working with R. Kelly or somebody like that? Yes, that would be me. Okay. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. What um what's what's your location? You in Chicago, right? You in a shop, or do you do um on on call on site work at people's house? Um, um, actually, I came out of the shop last October, and I travel now. I I travel anywhere and everywhere. I decided okay. to kind of create a, a new trend for myself because I've been in the field over 20 years. I started when I was, like, in the seventh grade cutting hair. Mm-hmm. And it started with my little dog uh, giving him a high-top fade and a goatee. That's how I started cutting <laughs> hair. Did you say your dog or your doll? Your dog. My dog. My dog. Walk my dog down wow. the block. And the guys in the neighborhood said, is that a kid and play dog? And they was like, wow, whoever cut that dog hair, you know, we need them to cut our hair. I said, well, that's me. And uh, that's it started there. Do you have <laughs> now, any contact us, information? Uh, right, like your um, Instagram. Yes. Um, I can be reached at uh, Trendsetter Trent 2Ts uh, um, on Instagram, for Facebook, it is VIP Trendsetter, Sharice. Um, Twitter, my Twitter account, I can be reached. Um, the, I, I think it's Buzz Trendsetter. I kind of like got a little different stuff going on there. But it's, uh, my Twitter account is Buzz Trendsetter. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so that's much. That, that's a lovely addition. That's a lovely addition. Okay. And so, I, you know what? I'm, I'm getting kind of hungry, Anthony. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, That's what's up. We got, is we got Chef Casey. Yeah, it's ready. <laughs> it's ready. We got Chef Casey on the line. His mic is live. He is actually in the process of attending to some customers. Chef, Chef Casey, are you ready for us? Yeah, they got me. I'm going to be on the Internet radio show here in a minute. They got me. You on right on now. The- Chef Casey, your mic is live. You are on right now. Sound like he's got a yes. mouthful already. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's happening? Nothing much, Chef Casey. Hey, Chef. Um, let me in- let me introduce you to the host, Brandy. And um, I know you're busy, so we want to get in and out of the interview as quickly as possible, so you can tend to your customers. How you doing, Chef Casey? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today. How's everything going? All right. All right. What is all on? Right. What is what is on the grill right now? What what's in front of you? Uh, I got some rib tips, I got some ribs, and we're in here frying some chicken. I like it. Just you spontaneous. I you know what I'm gonna add in some chicken right now. We'll just do it. I even I even I today. I even got some pork loin with some mixed green peppers and onions, spaghetti marinara, everything. I do it okay, all. we we might need your contact information now rather than later. You got to throw in the garlic because <laughs> you're mentioning that now, and by the time I get there, it'll be gone. <laughs> but where are you located? You're located in Atlanta right now. I, actually, I, I've been in Atlanta for 20 years, but I'm back up in my hometown, Richmond, Indiana. I can open up a little restaurant up here, 1301 South L Street, Richmond, Indiana. Okay. What's the name of the restaurant now? 
Home Fresh Catering. Okay. Now this is, it seems like a, a nice story for you and um Anthony if if you don't mind give us kind of like an intro of Chef KC where he came from what did he do or actually you can kind of introduce yourself um KC How did you begin uh, yeah. doing your craft Oh yeah I've been uh cooking since 93 in Atlanta mm-hmm. but I'm from Richmond Indiana but I'm Moved to Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta for the last 20-some years cooking and uh, worked in different restaurants and in different clubs and then catering companies and just started doing it on my own. Okay, One of the so reasons I had, why you know, I wanted I to bring you... Let me, let me ask him a few questions, Brandy, and then you could go into your segment of the interview. Um, Chef Casey, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on today is because you have some very unique experiences coming out of Atlanta with having cooked for a lot of different people. Um, one one yes. person in particular I want to bring up, but uh, before we go into that, I want you to share with us some of the people you've cooked for and the experiences you had with them during that opportunity to, um, you know, share your culinary skills with them. And before you end um, today, I want you to share with us a unique experience that you had with the with the with the unfortunate um situation with with your partner, your ex partner AJ. Um go into that with us briefly, um, while you can. Yeah, I was started off uh luckily started off cooking for a lot of different celebrities and uh Tupac and uh all types of celebrity, Red Man, uh, Ice Cube. You know, fortunately, I had the chance to work in a couple of different clubs where it brought the uh, attention of the people, like Souls of Paradise, back in the day on Memorial Drive. I had a chance with that. Andre Rising was one of the part owners, friends with Tupac. They brought him up in there. And then uh, got a chance to cook for, uh, actually, uh, Old Dirty Bastard came up in there before. And uh, mm. I'm blessed to cook for him. And uh, then end up, luckily got to uh, rent the kitchen at the Body Tap, one of the uh, famous strip clubs in Atlanta. They all rap about T.I. and Jeezy and uh, Puff Daddy and Lil Wayne. They all been in there. Used to come to Rich Life Wednesdays, sponsored by my boy Big Pulu and uh, Poncho Villa. They used to do Rich Life Wednesdays, and they used to bring all the celebrities. Used to fly in every Wednesday to come to the Body Tap, and uh, mm-hmm. got a chance to. The folks might not have seen them personally, but I know they had my food, you know, because it would be so packed <laughs> up in there. <laughs> but uh, the waitresses used to say, "Hey, this is going." Little, the waitresses used to say, "This is going to Little Wayne or Puffy or whoever." And uh, Ice Cube, Shaquille O'Neal, all types of folks, you know, just been blessed to be in the right place at the right time. Now I know this is kind of a, a little bit of a flip, but. Um, so was it true that you were you were cooking or you were there when Candy's husband was killed at the body top? Well, you, uh, I was fortunate. Yeah, I had the opportunity to cook for. Yeah, I had the opportunity to cook for AJ, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was touching AJ all that whole day. And then I got down there right when uh, the scenario happened. They was taking him to the hospital, but it's you know I talked to him the whole day on the phone. You know, he was preparing to cook for him that evening because as he was going to watch with a uh, little scrappy and uh, jagged edge was coming down to watch the show with him that night, and uh, 
him and uh, his partner fortunately got into it, and it was just a bad thing. Went bad. Wow, some you know just things that are really unexpected, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I, I being thankful. Uh, another lady that I didn't mention to AJ, Lila Brown. She uh, did the hook for Life Jennings, SCX song. Right. You know, she, she got killed, you know, in a in a studio incident too. Then I also hmm. was uh, Lorenzo Lorenzo Wright. Lorenzo Wright, when he played for the Atlanta Hawks, I was his personal chef for about two months, two mm. to three months in Atlanta. Hmm. So those, those now, experiences should should contribute to the success of your restaurant, Chef Casey. Um, you mentioned something to me in a private conversation about wanting to do a, a mobile food service. Um, where, where, where where you planned on? Taking your your food to um, here in the near future, as soon as the winter time, what type of locations would you like to um, go to with your food? Oh, uh, wherever it's warm. Atlanta, back to Atlanta, Florida. Uh, even actually go plan on going to Hawaii. I got an uncle live over there. He's trying to maybe get me over there to open a restaurant over there. Retire over there and open mm-hmm. a restaurant. Hmm. Hmm. What kind of food do you uh, generally cook? I cook a little bit of everything. I cook a little bit of everything. Soul food, food from the heart. I actually learned from one of my great aunts. She's passed away now. That's where I get my passion from, Aunt Mary Ellen. Okay. Yep. How okay. has food changed? How has food changed when you first started up until now with all the health trends and different things like that? What have you done to adjust to the to the taste that people have now compared to back in the day when they used to use lard and um different things like that? Right, right. I just had to just keep it simple and uh I just keep it simple and keep the ingredients simple and uh try not to use no salt because all the seasonings you have in it basically have salt already in it, so you don't need to add no salt to it. Well, if you have any um, contact information you want to give out, information about the restaurant, things like that, so that, uh, you know, I, I support you 100%, and I'm trying to get you up here to the Chicago area as soon as possible to do something up here. Um, but until then... Where are you located? If you have any uh, catering information that you want to give out, I know you travel to cater and different things like that. Share your information so people can get in touch with you. Yes, I do personal chef traveling, like you said. I travel. Hey, you get me there, I come cook it. No problem. Uh, but you can reach me at Home Fresh Catering slash Chef KC on Facebook, or you can reach me at the Chef KC on Twitter. And I'm actually located at 1301 South L Street, Richmond, Indiana, 47374. It's only five hours from Indianapolis. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, five hours from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to get you up here to Chicago sometime soon. I know you have customers waiting. I'm not going to keep you on the line too long. I just wanted to bring you on to promote your new business and congratulate you. We've been trying to get something going for the longest of times, and I'm glad you finally got the doors open. So uh, God bless you, and I hope things go well with you with your um, present venture yes. that you're doing, and I look forward to doing business with you in the future, Chef. All right. Thank you, guys. No problem. Okay, Talk thank to you, you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b
right. Okay, I'll Brandy. All right. Talk to you, sir. Brandy, we are going to take our final commercial break, and then we're going to bring back Tisha and Rashawn. And uh, it looks like Chanel has um, lost her her call has been dropped, but I'm sure Tisha has more than enough to say. After the commercial okay. break, we will bring them back on um, to the show so okay. that they can give um, some information about what they got coming up and different things like that. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, Tisha and Rashawn, X-Live as well. Okay, Brandy, your mic is live. Tisha and Rashawn, your mic's alive as well. Yo. Welcome. Welcome back to the Rook. Oh, thank you so much, Brandy. Yes, Rashawn Lyles from Quiet Storm. Tisha, Alex Tillman. In the building. What's going on? So, so T-Shy, give us a little bit, a little, a little taste. I mean, I'm still, my mouth is still watering from the chef, but just give us a little <laughs> taste of, you know, where you're, where you're coming from as far as your musical experiences that have been branded to your soul in your past oh, that kind of brought I mean, you I, to where you are right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you and Anthony have, have enough time on the show for my situation, but I, I know. I That's why I said it's a little <laughs> taste, a little appetizer. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, I, I come under the wing of my aunt, which is uh, Helen Wooten. She's known as HK. She just got the, uh, the key to the city for being an um, um, uh, inspiration to a lot of musical uh, talent in Chicago, you know, um, R. Kelly's, the Brats, and uh, all the different people come from her camp. And, you know, she gave me uh, an opportunity when I was younger to uh, embark myself into the music industry. And, and I think I was maybe around about 17 years old. I was president of A&R for a label on 1900 in Michigan, um, where there was, you know, like I said, at that time, there was no, you know, R. Kelly or the Brat and any of them. They were just part of artist development to uh, become who they are today. And I got a chance to 
work with those individuals, uh, along with working on myself as an artist, um, from, you know, graduating from the uh, Institute for New Cinema Artists, which was part of Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, and Ron White was my instructor, which was what Maurice's brother. Um, and mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the music business, you know, and, and it, just to go back a little further, you know, I was a rapper back in the day, and I was, like, really one of the first um, inspirations that I'm hearing now, you know, from Inglewood uh, to have success back in the day, you know. Um, a lot of people were telling me, like, you know, that I that I had Donnell Jones, and I didn't even know I had Donnell Jones because he wasn't Donnell Jones when I had him uh, as a kid, you know. And um, it just, I just look at a lot of things and how I'm looked at in my community and, a lot of inspiration went to a lot of those people like uh, Lil Reese and all of those people, you know, who watched me grow up and, you know, they were like, you know, looking at us, you know, in a different light. Um, so I just kept on pursuing it and, and uh, went on to uh, form a group, you know, called the Fresh Pack Rappers. And at that time it was a guy named Top Dog and Double C and, uh, my cousin Ice, and, you know, we all were really known on the south side and, and making moves, and we, we became the Jackson Action Rappers for Jesse Jackson and for Operation Push, and we traveled throughout the country with Jesse uh, addressing um, certain topics at different high schools and that cities that he went to, and, and then went to Los Angeles where I signed with my cousin uh, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, at that time, and Rick started to sponsor our group. He moved us from Chicago to uh, Los Angeles, and at that point, you know, Rick wasn't in the music business, but he had enough money to buy the music business, and and he believed in us, and, you know, he put us with people like, you know, I mean, a lot of people, man. I mean, got to meet a lot of people, you know, uh, Ron DMC, Houdini, a lot of people like that were coming over to the house just to meet us and stuff because of him, and, and we got to, you know, learn a lot from them, and we end up signing with a company called New Directions, uh, which was a subsidiary uh, management company for Motown, and uh, Jessica Robinson and Sly Stone, uh, Sly of the Family Stone, yes, he was our manager, and Sly was, you know, they were moving us around, and they got us on a TV show called Hit City Videos, which was, um, it, I don't know if you, I don't know how old you guys are, but it was a show we used <laughs> to come on called uh, Friday Night Videos before there was a BT and all that other kind of stuff. And it was the first video show, and then we would come on after that. So my, my, I can keep going on, and you're gonna have to wait for the book, and you're gonna have to wait for the documentary on my life because there's so much Absolutely. that has transitioned throughout my life that, that, that catapulted me into the areas of the music business. But just to bring you up to speed, uh, I returned back to Chicago only to see that the lax in um, the talent was, you know, and, and a lot of people wasn't doing a lot of different things. And I, I, I felt like that, you know, I started here, and this is my my city, you know, and I'm, I'm a claimant. It's my city. And I want to I want to do some things here to bring a lot of the talent out of Chicago. So at that point, I started to um, develop and manage a lot of groups and end up with a football team. And and um, then I, I came into one particular individual was a guy named Rashawn Lyles who had brought a project to me with someone else, and he mm-hmm. started to see uh, my managerial uh, movements and things that I was doing, and he was not at management at the time. And, Man, he came to me and he said, "Man, uh, 
you know, I don't have a manager. And I was like, so what you saying? And he was like, I don't have a manager. I was like, so are you asking me to manage you? Because I don't really ask people to manage them. You know what I mean? I believe if you believe in me that you ask me to manage you. And he said, well, I, yeah, you know, stuff like that. We don't talk about it. And, and it was cool because him being who he was in his career and me being who I was with my experience, uh, we wanted to fill each other out. And then we, we realized that we had a dynamic chemistry that really put two people together that can kind of uh, change the the face of uh, the industry and change the face of Chicago's music scene. So we started really putting together a lot of different things, and I started managing him and showing him that um, I can do my job. You know, there's a lot of people that went against me. A lot of people wanted to manage him, uh, but he, he stuck with me, and I'll let him tell you a little bit more about that. But, you know, he stuck with me, and, and then we came with this idea of, Forming a writing company because he has a giving heart, man. He has a he has a, a very creative heart, and he believes that there are creative individuals all over the world who really need to be a part of something uh, that's great. And so he said, man, we do the his and hers ink thing, and and so we formed this global writing company, and we did this 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 um, we did this crazy documentary, and we started right. putting the documentary out on YouTube and. And a lot of people start contacting us, and then we came in tune with Brandy Jackson, and you know she's been a very integral part of making these things lock in and and work. And uh, and from that point, you know, I, I ran into Chanel Red on a business situation of trying to get some uh, material for Rashawn, and me and Chanel began to be the best of partners, and uh, we formed a merger with uh, uh, Rashawn's company and my company, and. We uh, were starting to put together this whole idea of pulling all these writers together and having writing sessions. Chanel came in and met us personally. We worked on a few different things. And then we uh, were talking about putting together a documentary situation after me and Sean's documentary about what we were doing. And so we decided to bring everybody to New York and, 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 and finally meet. And some of the producers who tracks we were writing for We'll finally get to meet these dynamic writers in Chicago that's working on their material. And we decided to do a, a, a reality show, which brought you to Writer's Rumble. And um, man, Chanel has been working diligently every day, um, uh-huh. formatting and putting concepts and, and structures together uh, to take the show to the next level. Uh, and also not getting away from the... Uh, um, the uh, educational standpoint of educating individuals to what's going on. I mean, a lot of reality shows are just fun and, and drama and, and a lot of things, but when, when it all boils down, what did you really gain from that? Nothing. You just got to see somebody's life. Um, so right. in the Writer's Rumble, you get to hear the testimonies and the confessions of uh, A-lister and Grammy Award-winning producers and writers who you may hear of them or, or think, uh, one situation, but then when it really boils down, they really had a lot of downfalls, man. They 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 really, uh, it's really touching. I'm I, and I, I can't wait for you guys to really see what's going on because it's it's important that all you uh, uh, up and coming and inspiring writers and producers really understand the music business. And I can't stress this enough that you know everyone wants to be in the music business, but nobody wants to learn the business of music. And in in today's world. You really need to learn this, man. I mean, like like I said, I did a conference call earlier today and, and come to find out that there's a lot of individuals that's out here with hit records on the radio that don't even know how to copyright their music. Mm. So from a writer's rumble perspective, this is what we're bringing to the table. 
Um, I also felt like that the Writers Mumble should have uh, a, a boot camp development situation as well. So this was to show the discipline. This is what this is what uh, was put together to uh, deal with some of the attitudes and um, arrogance and different things that people are dealing with. Where I break you down, like I will get in your face and break you down. I don't care. See, I'm not. I don't have to be on Team Red. I don't have to be on none of these teams. I'm. I'm the overseer. I'm the gunslinger. I'm. You know, the whipcracker. I'm. I'm that guy. So you know. When I see something going on, I deal with it. And I like to see, you know, everybody working out. And, I mean, like I said, the funny part about it is that just just seeing how people value um, the things that are necessary. Like they go out and they party all night and they plump forget that I'm waking their butts up at 530 in the morning and they climbing mountains and doing something <laughs> and all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, just my thing was which one of these guys going to say, okay, guys, I drink enough, we party enough, I'm going to bed because I know i got to get up in the morning. It's like they nobody thought about that. Everybody just falls suit with everybody else, just like they writing a song. So in the morning when I blow that whistle, you know, they know what time it is. And, yes, I don't think anybody wants to be woken up, you know, in the morning like that. And, um, yeah, I get a lot of attitude. I you know, it, it even gets to the point where they don't like each other in the morning. <laughs> so, not not you know. Yeah. Uh, was it anybody who actually didn't sleep at all when they were filming? That didn't sleep? Right. Um, I know it was minimal sleep. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Well, well, I mean, it, whatever you can consider sleep. I mean, if we're if we're out at Twelve or two, and say we get back in at uh, two thirty, three o'clock after driving miles back to the uh, the Rumble House, um, right. and I'm waking you up at five thirty. I wouldn't consider anybody getting any sleep. To be honest with you, but you know, um, there were some that slept. There were some that party. There were some that stayed up and being creative. And you know, everybody has to pay the piper when you don't get your rest. That's just me. Me, personally, I would take it a lot serious, and I would go to bed. I mean, I'm not on this right. show to party. I'm on this show to, to, to win, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, if, when, when T-Shot blow that whistle, I'm, I want all that is uh, allotted to me in terms of development of, I don't want to miss a session. I don't want to miss a, a, a cipher. I don't want to miss nothing. I want to be perky. I want to be on my game. I want my brain to be functionable. I want everything to work. So, you know, it's a lot of tricks of this whole situation, and, it, and it's really based on how the person or the individual is going to deal with what, what what's going on with the show. Right. Okay. You know, that, that, sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, you don't eat lobsters and steaks here, and you don't do any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you are <laughs> chosen for the next show, just remember you won't be eating, you know, anything you want to eat. You're going to eat what's provided for you, and that will be... That's right. <laughs> Water and crackers. No. <laughs> I'm just No. No, if it was left no, for no. if it was left for Fishanel, y'all would probably have pretzels and water. But I, I you know, I'm, I'm a little lenient, and I, and I and I chose Lipton cup of soups, you know, roomy noodles and stuff like that. So now, a lot of people um, ask me. They ask, 
where do they find a group to write with? They don't. People don't know how to find a crew that writes. How can they? And, how can they actually reach us and apply? You know, can you tell them how to do that? Because well, I mean, we I mean, have the, you know what we're looking for. Or rather, what are we looking for in a writer? Well, his or hers ink. Well, his or hers ink per se is. Uh, we're looking for. We're looking for uh, very creative and visionary writers. We're looking for people, and and, and I always stress this that. It's not that you have to finish the whole record, but be able to sit in to make a hit record, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and you judge by some of your previous work and, you know, your writing structure and being able to uh, write to a concept or a situation. Because right now, His and Hers, Inc. is really basing ourselves on creating a platform where we want to write with the artist. You know, a lot of people write songs and they submit records and different things like that. We want to be able to sit with the artist so we can feel the artist. So right. we want writers, uh, a part of His and Hers, Inc., that can sit there and um, and vibe with the artist and actually put put the artist's ideas or, or whatever their concepts are. They yes, Brother James. And pretty, just, and pretty much just vibe with them. And I know Sean, Sean is really good with that. I don't know if he's still on. Sean, are you still there? listening to the Rook Show featuring Anthony King and Brandy Jackson. So lovely. Can you hear me? Now I can. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, yes. Can you hear okay. me? This this is Sean. Oh, hey, Sean. The high energy, the high note. <laughs> so tell me just 
just tell me about your experience so this is, you and what Sean. you're looking for this year. Yep. Are you speaking? Tell me about of, your experience. Me yes, Sean. I, okay. Um, well, my experience on the show, I, I, I'll go backwards and I'll make it brief. My experience okay. on the show has been wonderful. Uh, again, I represent Team Mary. I am a team leader. Uh, the reason why I was picked to be a team leader because I can wear a couple of different hats. I can be a vocalist, an artist. I can be a, um, a, the energy in the room. I can be a writer, producer, so forth. So I was grateful for that position on the show. Um, a little bit of feedback, living in the house, with 25 other writers and producers where we all come from different areas and parts of the world, it's a challenge because everybody, like like Alex said, you got different egos and different things going on. But you got to hold your own weight. Just like any other TV shows, the best man that wins. You right. know, um, it's an honor to work with Mary Brown, Todd Jackson, Chanel Red, and many other leaders that's on the show, uh, Steve Russell, and, and then even all of the writers that's, that's, and producers that's on the show, it's an honor to be in their presence because we're making history, you know. Um, we're, we're the new music business, and that's what we're trying to create. Um, the show is phenomenal. It's going to be great. It's going to touch lives. It's going to change lives. It's for all ages and de- demographics. It's not just for R&B or hip-hop. Um, it's, right. it's, it's something that you can take and put it into your daily life, you know, um, on being disciplined and being a team player and or being a leader or whatever, you know, so... On the show, I'm learning a lot myself, and I love I love the energy on the show. Um, going going backwards, just me as an artist. Um, I, yeah, I started His and Hers Inc. Like he mentioned before, um, I that came from me being in the group Quiet Storm, signed to J. Pat uh, Usher's mom, where I was in a group, I was the lead singer of a group, and I was uh, always a team player in there, writing and and, and, and vocal arrangements and stuff like that, touring around the world, and so forth. But I always said, what happens if my voice go out tomorrow, what am I going to do? And I've always right. learned from my from my relatives that's in the music industry, like Angela Wimbush, that's my relative. Um, I've learned, like, uh, from her story, where you got to pick up that pen or that pencil and write you a song because there's longevity in that. You know, your voice can go out tomorrow, and the fans... Your, your whole image or the music industry can change tomorrow. They don't like you anymore. But if you're that person that's right. who's writing the songs, you can always eat and support your family. So that's the reason why I started the company. Moving backwards okay. again, uh, Quiet Storm is my foundation. Um, I've, I had a video on BT uh, that, that was 106 in Park, New Joint of the Day, and, and all those great things. Um, I've actually went on a 90-city tour um, where I got a chance to go into these high schools and, and, and hello, hello? Yeah. Yeah, we, about a, oh. we, are, we, we we got about 60 seconds before we the show ends, so I want to uh, let you guys close out with whatever information or, or anything you want to share with the audience um, before we end okay. the show. I, I, Twitter. I okay. Yo. Go ahead. Never give up on your dream. Always strive hard, pray first, and whatever you do. Um, we're open. His and Hers Inc. is open as to looking for writers and producers, vocalists. His and Hers Inc. at gmail.com. The Writers Rumble will be auditioning for new uh, vocalists, writers, producers, whatever you can do on the show. Hit us up on YouTube, His and Hers. I'm sorry, uh, the Writers Rumble intro. 
Um, you got Twitter. You got just Google His and Hers Inc. and the Writers Room. You can get in contact with us. We're open. We're, we we we're humble. We're ready to work, man. And with a new music industry. All right. So you all are listening also, too, and have shout to out to my Shout out to my management company, T-Shot Management, because it's a great management company. If you're an artist out there looking for a manager, he is the one. Let's get it. That's right. Rook, Anthony King, and Brandy Jackson. We have to the one in and in all. And every day I pray. The guy that protect I owe One that keeps peace, may you meet no defeat, blow the heat on the beat. Sorrows and grief to the chief, who deceives through the chief, may you sleep in the deep. Lava! Firebomb your feet, put them to your feet. No, 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 Dream real world. 